0: Warning, this podcast was produced by two men who still think that swearing is both big and clever. As a result, it contains quite a lot of it. Therefore, this podcast is not suitable for children, unless they're really fucking cool children. Yes, yes, people. Dave Fensom here with another episode of Pop Collaborate and Listen. Okay, we've actually finished all of the number one albums in 1990, so this is the first of two special episodes where we're looking at greatest hits. This week, it is the turn of Elton John. If you heard the episode earlier when we spoke about his Sleeping With The Past record, you will know that I had a f- mixed feelings about it, but I've also not really got that into Elton John, so I was quite interested to see what would happen here. Listen on, you will find out whether I was a converted fan or not. Um, yeah, been busy, busy times in uh, Pop Collaborate and Listen headquarters at the moment. I mean, particularly for me, I'm getting ready for Brighton Fringe, which starts this Thursday. I mean, if you've got this on download day, it starts tomorrow. So I'm doing about 45 different shows across the fringe i've gone absolutely apeshit uh so basically if you are in the brighton area at all during brighton fringe i hope you will try and catch me all my dates are going to be up on my facebook page at uh, dave some comedy on facebook uh, i'm pretty bad at using twitter personally but i'm going to try and be a bit more on the ball Um, if you can only come and see one thing please come and see my new show ADHD Uh, I'm previewing it for Edinburgh it's taking place at 8.15 at the Carolina Brunswick every Sunday during the Fringe apart from the last one apart from that I'm running on the edge comedy on Saturdays and Sundays and Mondays your best bet is to head to the Brighton Fringe Online guide, have a look at when the dates are and come along. All the shows I'm doing this year are free entry with uh, paid donations at the end, so uh, plenty of chances to come and see them. There's loads of great stuff going on during Brighton Fringe. Uh, some other things I'd recommend my friends uh, Joe Foster and Phil Gerrard are doing a show called The Fuck Around, that's bound to be brilliant. Go and see that. Uh, William Stone's uh, new show, Jen Ives' new show. Uh, go and see these shows, guys, they're going to be absolutely fantastic. Your chance to see them before they go up to Edinburgh this year, uh, anyway. Uh, to keep it quite short today, so with no further ado, please enjoy this episode of Pop Collaborate and Listen. And welcome to Pop Collaborate and Listen. This is a special bonus episode, strictly speaking, the 13th episode. Unlucky for some, unlucky for Elton John maybe, because it's Elton John we're going to be speaking about. My name's Dave Fenson. I'm Krista Greer. Okay, so Krista, let's talk about why we're doing this particular episode. We're going to talk about the greatest hits of Elton John.
1: Yeah, indeed. Uh, The reason we're doing it is because we've done all of the proper number one albums of 1990. I mean, proper is a big word. Well, that's true. Okay, we've done all the official Number yeah. one. and we are now into the last two albums, which were number one. Okay, but they're both greatest
0: hits. Okay, and so coincidentally, they were Elton John, mm-hmm. who you happen to be a fairly I, big I fan don't, of. I love a bit of Elton, and who I've never really listened to. Sure, yeah. No,
1: but whenever we did Elton's actual album this year, you you said you know you know a few times this was not your thing. You didn't really know a yeah. lot of this material. And you are interested to find out more whenever we decided we are going yeah, to do this. I mean,
0: that's that's right. I've you know I definitely definitely interested to see if I'm a fan of Elton John or not. Artist oh, as big as him, I would presume the stuff to like. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this greatest hits is a good opportunity. And then obviously next week we've got Madonna's greatest hits comes out the the immaculate collection. Yes, I think I've been relatively clear how I feel about. Uh, <laughs> Indeed. If you've listened to any of the podcasts so far, you'll you'll have
1: gathered that you know Dave's got. A particular affection for for Madonna, particularly
0: um, this era of Madonna. so sure. Well, yeah. Yes, yeah, so and no, 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 spoilers. I'm going to enjoy it a lot, um, and mm-hmm. I'm going to. I'm looking forward to uh, to telling you why you're wrong if you don't love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so this. Uh, so normally, um, normally we would start with the uh, with the album cover yeah but we don't have a copy of this album do we no I, mean, I actually used to have this on double vinyl oh did
1: you I, I got rid of it in one of my various purges of moving I just getting rid of a of records uh, but you know even if I had it in front of me we'd still be looking at it and going alright that's a cover it's nothing
0: interesting right yeah it's a, it's a it's, it's pictures of Elton John it's, it's, a, it's a kind of a, a very
1: blue old blue cover um, with an image of Elton but not, not blurred out but more kind of artistically done you can't really see him very much there's nothing
0: interesting about the cover at all fair enough unless you've you know you're really interested in photos of Elton John I'd imagine
1: maybe so maybe so uh, you know I, I can't say that I particularly am oh well mind you I yeah. haven't said that I, I did look on for, for doing this one I looked at some of the old photos and kind of promo shots and stuff for him and you know the 80s were a
0: Bad time. Look, I mean, let's just lay it down the line. I mean, I I know more about what Elton John looks like than what some of his records sounds like. Elton Elton. John's got a long history of looking like a prick. Yes, he He does. does. He's embraced that that. entirely, I feel. What I I really like is whatever era he's been in, he's been able to find, you know, know, he he had the whole kind of looking like a vaudeville prick. Uh Uh-huh. The, 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 you know, and I'm from Luton and I don't recommend those uh, straw hats he's <laughs> no. uh, it, it, had the, the recent kind of tracksuit and hair plugs phase isn't yes it? Yeah. that's bad isn't it yeah oh God, it's, like, it's all bad yeah it's really bad I mean, we, we yeah. spoke in one of the other episodes about someone looking like a thug from the Sopranos and yeah. like, that, that's not a good look when you've got that haircut no
1: no, no but I can, there are definitely some of the Sopranos actors who the, or the characters rather who had those kind of really bad toupees yeah, and you wouldn't dare say anything to their face because they'd shoot you. Elton John probably you killed as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, I reckon he probably would. I mean, Elton John seemed Elton John has always seemed like the kind of man that would like to have you killed. Oh, he's he's obviously famously bad-tempered and
1: probably a bit of a dickhead. You know, that's, I, would have, uh, I would imagine. So. I mean, the, look, the, the, the I, diva in extreme.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's nothing there's nothing about Elton John's uh, personality that I've seen that's made me go. Oh, I'd like to go out for a pint with you. Well, now, maybe his love of football, Dave? I, as you know I'm an enormous football fan <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are, you, are you trying to bring up something about the nation rivalry between Luton Town and Watford I wasn't but I would forgotten about that yeah well there you go I mean yeah. yeah another man from my hometown would be bringing that up I really don't give a shit no. although Luton Town are doing very well this year in football so uh, well, well, I, and I'm bullied for them well I'm quietly supportive of it you know I think it's a positive thing I'm mm. just not prepared to be in a fight with someone about that's, it uh, that's the right way to be I feel well you know I mean there's many people from my hometown <laughs> <in> you <history. laughs> do yeah. shout out to all my Luton, Luton Town football hooligan friends. Okay, hell, yeah. <laughs> Please don't hurt us. I mean, I actually do have friends that are football hooligans yeah. in Luton, that's a really worrying thing. Um, to be fair, it's difficult to be in Luton and have friends that aren't football hooligans. That's true. So, and some of them are just lovely people, they just love a fight. No, they're not.
1: Uh, but yes, so, so we are doing this pretty much as uh, a bonus thing because it's not a proper album and we said right back at the start that that's what we were doing we weren't going to concentrate on compilations at all which is why we didn't concentrate on the best of the Carpenters yeah it's uh, especially why we didn't do the essential so Pavarotti in any detail
0: but there's also something that I say quite often which is it's our fucking podcast and we'll do what we like well, indeed and that's exactly where we're at with it. So like I mean I, I feel like because I, I was die hard I wanted to do Madonna it's absolutely yeah. and I feel like you've thrown this at me more of a punishment than anything else
1: it, it, it's uh, okay it's a bit of a tit for tat yeah, yeah uh, okay, so. I, I, I'm, I have no this you were doing I'm going to love next week as well mm-hmm. but I did want to get this in
0: yeah and I'm, you know I'm, I'm happy to have had the opportunity to do it Good. as well so what, what go, let me obviously we've been mates for a long while mm. uh, we agree on a lot of music we disagree on a lot of music sure, yeah what's your take on this what would you how do you think I'm going to feel about this
1: right uh, okay so especially considering that you don't know a lot of Elton stuff yeah I think the stuff that you do know mm-hmm. Uh, you pr- I mean, the stuff that... That 80s stuff that you know that you were there at the time, the kind of... The big kind of pop hits. Mm -hmm. I think you'll be okay with them. I don't think you're going to be a fan. I don't think you're going to be a a lover of I'm Still Standing or whatever. I think you'll be okay with them because you were there at the time and it was a bit of fun. The other older ones, the 70s Elton, the classic Elton period, I suspect going into it relatively cold like you are, you will come out going, that is a well-crafted song there's definitely talent there there's something there there's a reason that these are so big but I suspect you won't come out going I actually
0: really fucking like this well we'll see how you yeah. get on with the are all right Mystic yeah. Mick um. <laughs> <laughs> Mystic Mick okay so look this is a 30 song compilation yeah oh god yes and no, this, is a, this, is a, this is a bonus podcast we're not going to do our normal format of no of a track by track no we're not going to go into every single yeah. song so like, we'll talk about we've had a little bit of a, a brief conf lab beforehand uh, breaking the fourth wall there mm-hmm. see behind the curtains guys sometimes we have a little production meeting Ooh. fuck me would you believe it <laughs> no we only started it. two weeks ago yeah. but anyway so we've got a kind of a, a, some songs that we're going to talk about we'll, we'll do a little rundown of other notable ones yeah exactly uh, we'll at we'll,
1: the end, we'll do a little bit more on the ones that I think there's more depth to, or that we're both, either one of us is a particular fan of. Yeah, we'll skip a lot of this. Yeah, I
0: mean, I think we've got 12 tracks written down here, which is about the length of one of the albums we normally do. Yeah, uh, we'll probably route through I would imagine this is going to be a little bit briefer than what we normally do because we're not talking about context of an album or what's going on in the world this is just an overview
1: of what's what's happening like you say this is a bonus podcast this is just us having a bit of fun with a compilation anyway I feel like we have over explained this point Should we crack on let's do it so first track first track of the 30 is one of the biggest ones is your song so in case anyone can't remember how this one goes
0: It's a little bit funny, this feeling inside. I'm not it's one that one. Though. It's that
1: one. Everyone knows it. Yeah. song. I know a joke about Elton John. Oh, do you? It's a little bit funny. Oh, mate. Fucking hell. I, th- I know. I think it's, I thought I'd spunk my load on my Elton John jokes in the Elton John podcast. Yeah. And I really probably should have done it for
0: most. I mean, yeah, less, yeah. less. I mean. I'll edit that way. it's fine spunks your load <laughs> on, on, on John. it's not that kind of podcast Krista.
1: hey like you said it's our fucking podcast and we do what we want <laughs> <Fuck> <laughs> <sake>. <laughs> oh, right. mate. anyway alright anyway. right. so your
0: song okay right you want to go first Sorry. Well, funnily enough, what you just said coming into this song, right? Mm-hmm. I've written here, I appreciate that this is a very well-crafted song. Uh-huh. Literally, that's the first things I feel really? is Yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, it's, it's here. That you can actually see it. I appreciate, I, I appreciate it more than I like it. Okay. Okay. I right. appreciate it more than I like it. It's really nicely put together. It's kind of from that, obviously, kind of, like almost Burt Bacharach kind of mm-hmm. school of songwriting. Really nice kind of piano. Uh, beautifully, beautifully put together. Okay. Yes, it is, it is gorgeous. Yeah, the, you know, yeah, sumptuous, mm. some would say, right? Sure. Um, the problem I've got with it is I don't love his voice here.
1: No, I remember this was an issue with his solo album. Yeah.
0: His actual album, yeah. There are things that he does with his voice that are characteristics of his voice. That yes. are obvious, they're obvious, like, um tricks that he employs to make his voice distinctive okay and i don't like them right okay yeah there, there, there's ways that he kind of uh, hangs on uh, hangs on words inflects certain things yeah. and i find it a little bit grating like to okay. you know from this song and only this song i'm like i would imagine this guy's a better songwriter than he is a singer
1: okay well if you just heard this yes and someone said, it wasn't yeah. and someone said,
0: what do you think of this? And obviously, I know that right. you know, I know that he works with uh, Bernie yeah. Taupin, yeah. uh, and you know, it, it, yeah. I mean, that's is that primarily uh, a songwriter, a lyricist relationship? Indeed, uh, it's yeah. absolutely uh, Bernie Taupin would do the lyrics,
1: Elton John would write the music. Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. Well, you know, I I think the composition's fine, and I mm. think the, uh, you know, I think the the melody of of the lyrics and everything is, you know is, is good mm-hmm. I would rather hear somebody else's voice I see okay singing it's his delivery attention. that is the, the downfall for you yes right okay
1: but you you will happily say that as a song goes it's Obviously, fucking the, really- yeah, the,
0: yeah this is this is you know this is this is that arts versus crafts thing mm-hmm. you know you talk about that you know like in the same way that you know you, you would never say for example, I don't, I don't, I'm trying to think. You, I'm trying to think of an example. You wouldn't necessarily say like a Jesus Lizard song is well crafted. Sure. And, and it's but it's just visceral. It's, it's delivered like a motherfucker. Exactly, and it's you know it's kind of mm. just hanging with the colours of art. Okay. I don't know what that fucking means, but
1: anyway. But I suppose it's one of those things as well where you go, you talk about songs that are better as cover versions than they are as the original. Hmm. Um, you know the classic one like Aretha's Respect yeah the the Australian one was really fucking good yeah but some version so it is it's to do with what you
0: get out of the person singing it as well as the actual song yeah exactly and um, I mean I you know I mean I know this you know I know this song very well Mm. Um, but yeah that just sitting down like really listening to it analysing it that's that's my issue I think that's the reason why I don't love this song okay uh, fair enough and there, you know there are you know we'll, we'll, we'll get on the, the songs that i that 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 is going to be i think one of the key factors throughout well of
1: course song. it must be if it's his voice because it's him singing all of these yeah. and you know i suppose no matter how much he goes a different style in something or other it's still going to be him singing but you know I don't think he changed too much
0: but you know i'm, I'm obviously you know as far as the songwriting goes mm-hmm. Brilliant. I appreciate the talent. Right.
1: I think this is fucking brilliant. And, uh, as I said before, I don't have a problem with his voice. I, I like his voice. And yeah. I do think it suits the songs really well. But that's presumably because I grew
0: up with him singing these.
1: Uh, I, I had always known him singing these from a young age. Really enjoyed them. And so I'm fine with that.
0: Okay. And it might also be that I'm a bit of an arsehole. Mmm. Mmm. Which is a bit of a little
1: uh, pull on our social media is it that just Dave is our soul, or has Elton John got weird inflections
0: I don't like the way I'm going to come out <laughs> yeah. I, have, I have a feeling we may get more interactions on that than normal <laughs> that's very true So uh, that's going so, viral uh, yeah I mean I no I'm not putting that off. someone wants that's to different. start one, they can but uh, fuck no, you if you do I think it's
1: fucking brilliant I think it's absolutely astonishingly good song and the thing is as well this is one of his very first singles it's not mm. his second album yeah. but the first album was kind of no. nothing really happened with that it was the second album where he started to get some traction and those are the, the, the first songs that got him known so this is this song is 50 years old right this is you know, the album came out in 1970 presumably written in 69 still I
0: think it just holds up sound wise and everything Oh, without was, uh, a doubt was oh, without a doubt you know, pro, pro, yeah production wise as well this mm. is yeah I you know that's the thing I'm, I'm trying to be even-handed here sure uh, you know I do appreciate this I'm not being a prick about it um it doesn't click with me in the way that i would like it to right okay but it, it is very timeless sounding it's it still mm. sounds it still sounds contemporary you you can you know this would be you know you could hear this in a you know in a in a film today and you could imagine mm-hmm. it's being played over a film that's set in the present day this is not a song that would have to be used in Definitely. A, and, a retro piece
1: i think lyrically as well it stands a test of time because it's so simple it's a very simple thing yeah. Um, it's a uh, you know it's about someone who has no money and therefore wants to give a gift to someone he loves. Yeah. His gift is his song, like he says, he writes him a song and it's a lovely sentiment. That's, I mean it's it is
0: a, a lovely sentiment. I mean if thing. you'd have given it to me, I'd have hoped you'd have got like George Michael was saying it, <laughs> yeah. One of his mates. <laughs> right, sure. It's like, Oh cheers, mate. It's oh, like mm-hmm. you, you know like when someone buys you like a pair of slippers and they're the wrong size. Yeah. Is the receipt with this? Yeah. Oh yeah, I I I, I yeah, they they're they're really great. Yeah, have you Yes. Do they have it in Queen? <laughs> <laughs> Do, yes. Oh, sorry. I thought <laughs> we'd. I thought we just being <laughs> casually homophobic. I thought we can't have that in here. I thought I thought we'd known each other for twenty years. This is a surprise. <laughs>
1: yeah, hey, I'll have to come out some point. Fuck it out. And the other thing I find out with this, that A, this was originally released as a B-side right. to another song. So uh, it wasn't until radio stations in America started picking up the B-side and playing yeah. that. It was re-released in 1971
0: as an A-side, and it only got to number seven in the UK charts. It peaked at seven. Well, it goes to show you that some things are not appreciated on their original release. Yeah. Like for example, uh, our podcast, you know, I think... Uh, well, that's true. You know, I mean, at this point, I would imagine it's on well plus a million downloads oh sure but on the trajectory we're at yeah absolutely yeah. so uh yeah um and the other thing i found out was that
1: uh, the band three dog night who did mama told me not to come back in the 70s right elton john was supporting them in 1970 he was opening up for them and they recorded this song for their album before he did he, oh wow yeah they they heard him playing it he allowed them to record it but they released their album first they never released it as a single because they knew he wanted to do that Mm-hmm. They would, it, they, in fact they said it should be a single, so they weren't going to do They weren't going to release their own version, but the, their version came out first. Oh, there you go. I'd probably prefer it. You might do. <laughs> you never know. Uh, but I think this is absolutely beautiful. Fantastic chorus. Everything. The, it just stands the test time to me, and I think this is one of his best. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. Right. The next track that we're going to talk about is is actually track two on the compilation. Uh, Rocket Man. You packed my bags last night pre flight
0: Zero out 9 a.m. And I'm gonna be
1: high as a kite by then.
0: Okay, okay now. In the same way that I just don't quite connect with your song, mm-hmm. I have the completely opposite reaction to this one. Okay. I've been trying to work out how to, how to kind of articulate this, right? Okay. Because ostensibly, they're quite similar songs in some ways. Right. right? But I, re- I completely connect with this song. I love this song. Oh, you do! Yeah, yeah, I love right, it. Sure. How much did you love it before, for this? I mean, you knew it before, obviously. I mean, I knew it before, but I mean, I knew your song as well before. Yeah, quite oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, um, but you know, this is you know, this is a gorgeous, gorgeous piece of song. oh it's amazing. Yeah, it's a, you know, I mean, I mean, lyrically, it's a poor man's space odyssey, but we, you know, yeah, we, we can we can, uh, yeah. we can rock past that. Um, again, so much of. The, my appreciation for all of these songs depends on his vocal delivery. Okay. And it just fits here. Uh, and like the, the, some of the kind of the more nasal stuff, some of the more overly, I, I guess, contri- like vocal contrivances mm-hmm. that bother me aren't elevated here. Plus the production on this. It's a much more densely produced song. Okay, sure. Uh, a, there's a lot of kind of really interesting stuff going on in the production, uh, like particularly you know, around the. I mean, the chorus on this song is oh, it's perfect. huge. It's, it's fucking brilliant, yeah, this it's, chorus. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, some of the lyrics are. Not amazing. I'm not. I I, I I like the lyrics on this as well. I'm not convinced by Bernie on this one. Is it yeah. Bernie as oh, well? Oh yeah, okay, this one, yeah. But the, you know that chorus is just like utterly unimpeachable, isn't oh, it? it's, it's super like super, yeah. You know, kind of you. As it, you it as seems, it launches off. Part yeah, of the it's just. But pretty. then yeah, it launches out into that. But then mm-hmm. it's got those kind of swoops as well. Those kind of sci-fi s mm-hmm. really timeless sounding. Yeah. You know, obviously, I mean, it's you know, taking like, taking on the face level is a song about a. Uh, Something about an astronaut.
1: Sure, yeah. Well, and again, it's based on a Ray Bradbury short story, right? uh, Which was called "The Rocket Man." Okay, which uh, people do say that Bowie used some of that for "Space Odyssey" as well. If you look at it in that fashion, that's where the lyrics came from.
0: Yes. And I'm thinking, but I I feel like I I think I said "Space Odyssey." You did. You should have corrected me on that. Don't let me look like (laughs) a.
1: No, well, I've actually written Space Odyssey here as well. Oh dear, well, that's worse. Well, I'm an idiot. Right. But, um, anyway,
0: I think that's the frustration for me with your song. Like, mm. Well, then it could be as good as this uh, yeah, to you. It just, yeah, I, and I, right. I've been trying to work out what the difference is. I'm and, like, yeah, I don't know. And it's just touch and feel.
1: I wonder is it because, I mean, your song, in my head, if I picture Elton John singing your song, right, mm-hmm. I picture him really close to the microphone, uh, it's very intimate, it's just you and him. Mm. But this one sounds like more of, you know, other stuff going on in the same room. So perhaps your song, because you're not so keen on his voice, there's nothing else really. But this one, there is other bits. Maybe. I, no. don't, I
0: don't know. I, I, I really don't know. I mean, it seems as the whole point of me is saying what I think on the podcast. This is a fucking terrible cop-out. I'm, I'm well aware of it. But it's... No, I guess it. Sometimes you, you have a, just a,
1: a visceral reaction... Yeah. to something and you can't explain why it's made you do, do that or feel
0: that way. Yeah, but there you go. So two two songs. One is, right. you know... It's- and I, I used to
1: think because just in terms of the lyrics on this as well I used to think that the whole allegory was uh, the tour lifestyle. Uh, it was Elton John once he got famous yeah. was out on tour and while people see that as something exciting like being an astronaut in space, yeah. it's actually just a slog and it's very lonely because you by yourself in a hotel every every night or whatever, yep. blah blah blah. Uh, so that's what I got from it, and you know stuff like when it says Mars ain't the kind of place to raise your kids, it means on the road wouldn't be the sort of place to have. To, you can't have relationships and family that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And you know, and there's, there's another song we'll talk about shortly, which, which I feel kind of covers similar ground. Indeed. Uh, so yeah, see, you know, I mean, it does seem like a, you know, it does seem like a bit of a. Of, of a trope, mm. uh, you know, the kind of the... Uh,
1: yeah, but I do think it's very well evoked. If that's what it is, if that's what you want to read into it, I think that is beautifully put in this this way that you can go, oh, I see what you're getting out here. Yeah. yeah. I think this is absolutely amazing, this song. Yeah. And you can see why this new film is called Rocketman. Yeah. Because it is such an iconic
0: song, it is. And you can see why Donald Trump you chose uh, Little Rocket Man as his insult. for... <laughs> God, um, they did, didn't he? Kim Jong <laughs> Un, yeah,
1: Bunn. Elton John. Yeah.
0: I mean, they do look similar.
1: Well, Donald Trump and Kim Jong Un. No, Donald Trump and Elton John. Elton John and Kim Jong
0: Un. Oh right, no, they don't. I'm just being a prick. No fair. Um, <laughs> they go all our North Korean downloads. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> One fell swoop. Yeah, I have a definite
1: proclivity towards these slower. Minor key, more plaintive Elton John classic songs. The, the, that's 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 yeah, the okay. shit I like.
0: Fair enough, mate. And this is just stuff you'd listen to whilst having a shit, or for sure. Yeah, yeah, that would help it out. Put on a, put on a nice slow sad song. <laughs> yeah, shit it out in the bed. Seat. <laughs> ah,
1: so good, so good. I reckon. I reckon. Remember that weird synth came in about two minutes. That would force yeah. it right out. Oh yeah. mate, it's not the
0: equivalent. Of it, it's squeezing your head, <laughs> isn't it? Like, Oh, it's uh, coming out like toothpaste. Why are we talking about this anyway?
1: Mm. Oh. Okay, well, there you go. That's Rocket Man. I think it's fantastic. I'm really glad you, you love, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love really, it. I'm really pleased with that because I think that's one of his best. I think it's beautiful. That's
0: going... Yeah, I, yeah it reminded me how much I liked it. Good.
1: Right. Uh, so, what's in the next one on the compilation is Honky Cat.
0: You, anything about oh, Honky Cat you want to do? Fuck no. that And I, I love it. It's great. Oh yeah, which annoyed me. Yeah, uh, it was just a bit Jules Holland for my liking. Well, it's it's not one of these
1: ones where he was obviously doing an homage to the rock and roll kind of stuff that he grew up with, and we've seen him do that before. Yeah, that's that's what he likes doing. Uh, It's it's not my cup of tea. This this sign of Elton John. So I'm fine. We'll skip over that. Number four on the compilation is Crocodile Rock. Uh, Didn't like that one. No, no. Uh, Again, it's he even admits it's supposed to be. It is a very throwaway pop nonsense he doesn't particularly like it as a song uh, but it it doesn't do it for me it's very silly that
0: didn't didn't catch me in any way shape or form no
1: no okay Uh, number five on there is Daniel right Daniel I've got I I like Daniel I really do like it so let's play a bit of this to remind people what Daniel sounds like.
0: this just sounds like the music from like the fucking Pirates of the Caribbean ride I, I don't know I, well, you, I suppose you've played the computer game Monkey Island. No. Did you? Sounds a lot like them. It, it just sounds like some kind of shit calypso. Right. Okay.
1: I mean, it is the the keyboard sound on it is very kind of cheesy and chintzy. It's it's not a great sign, but I do love the the tune and the melody. I, I think are fantastic. Okay. And I actually I like the the lyrics behind it as well. It's it's written from the point of view of the younger brother of someone who went off to Vietnam, came back wounded. Yeah, and just wants to get back to normality, mm-hmm.
0: but everything's changed. I mean, I've, I read up a little bit on this one because I, I, mm. I kind of thought that was where it was. It's kind of he chopped a verse out of it, didn't he? Which kind of mm-hmm. made yeah. the lyrics kind of fall. I'll be, I'll be honest with you, this song did absolutely the same total I, I, I
1: would have thought that this would not it, be your one. It left me.
0: Kind of, to me, this was kind of a bit waiting room music, like music. Mm-hmm. Music that happens while you're doing something else. It it is definitely
1: that hold music, or uh, I think what we've mentioned before, like something is the intro to a daytime t- talk show. That sort of shit. Yeah, I,
0: yeah, it was. Yeah, it was just a bit. It it's very a, It was yeah, very anonymous and yeah, not not anything that I really.
1: I to- totally get that. I I can understand why it's not your thing. I I for some reason I really like. This, the song as a whole I like the changes it goes through from verse to chorus as well I, I think it's a lovely melody
0: yeah I mean it's you know where, where, where we're at with you know we were at with The Carpenters for example sure yeah. you know that kind of that that kind of more I mean smooth like kind of slack or swearing mm. kind of vibe you're a lot more down with it than I am sure yeah
1: yeah it, it is ex- definitely along those lines
0: okay well that's Daniel and
1: it's, a, it's a, a definite thumbs down from you it's a thumbs up from me yeah then The next one on here is Goodbye Yellowback Road. Yep. And I think this is fucking brilliant.
0: so tell me everything you like about this song mostly the tune uh, the huge chorus
1: again the massive soaring chorus on this production's brilliant uh, the you know all the the various bits and pieces the craft and the yeah. sound of the, the sound of the song brilliant and it, you know even though it's not particularly not particularly clever i don't think with the lyrics i think it's it's another nice allegory but it's not nothing
0: well, it's a, it's a similar allegory to that, this was the it's other song I was talking about. It, I it, thought it, was, yeah. You know, the kind of the uh, you turn turning your back on the big city, returning to a more simple way of life. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, looking for I, a normality. Because yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, surely though, Elton John returning to the farm is like that scene in Zoolander where he goes and works in the coal mine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah. a, that's exactly what that is, isn't it?
1: It is. It is. But again, this is Bernie Taupin talking. You know, this is Bernie Taupin, who was not the party animal. The album was, yeah. and was more of like, what the fuck is happening to to our life? You know, this is now what's, what the this is the new normality. What's going on? And so he was the one who wrote these lyrics.
0: I mean, that's that's an interesting thing, isn't it? But I think when we talk about these songs, you kind of have to pass them through the credibility of the delivery system, don't you?
1: Um, you you do, but I think you have to be aware of it. This is not necessarily Elton's... Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it's... No, or, or, you know, so your yeah. music doesn't have to be completely autobiographical, you mm. know. Like, you know, Madonna wasn't pregnant when she sang Papa Don't Preach, you know. I mean, who knows what... Yeah. Bit. But, look, on a positive side, the rhythm's a bit of a toe-tapper. Okay. I get the rhythm side, but... I I hate this. Really? I hate this song, yeah. I hate it. Like, for me... Wow. Like, the, the main thing is that high register, the, the chorus, that the thing that you're mm-hmm. loving that high register vocal <laughs> in it oh, it's like fucking nails down a chalkboard for me just, oh, uh, yeah, like just like actually makes me shudder yeah yeah I hate it ah, that's just like a big musical number uh, yeah but it's but again if it was a big musical number it'd be sung by someone whose voice was pleasing on that note. right
1: so so again it's, it's definitely to do with him Oh, Singing.
0: without a doubt, you know. I mean, okay. I, and that's so overriding to me, and that's so visible for me that okay. I can't see past that. No, you don't I, have to, that's totally fine. I mean, I, no, you know, I it mean, it's. Uh, dude, you're allowed to call me a prick for some of this stuff. I, I, I,
1: nothing that you said so far is. I, I don't think you're saying anything to be a prick. I don't think you're doing anything for effect no. or for just to wind me up or anything like that if you don't like it you don't like it
0: I mean I, yeah, I, I, I really don't like this one fucking at all. brilliant so good mm. oh
1: it's so good this is not just a big sing-along one obviously I like it. I have said it's another minor one it's all those things that I like but this is brilliant stuff
0: ah, uh, I, you know, I I'm gl- you know I'm glad for you that you like it sure yeah it's always better to like something to hate something
1: well quite and the other unless thing is- it's a new on the blog. Stay uh, with my baby, God. <laughs> uh, and the other thing I, I noticed about this, you know, just in terms of Elton's output, so to speak. Yeah, uh, he recorded two albums in 1973, and this is on the second album that Daniel and Crocodile Rock were on the first one. Yeah. It's the second album. but just to be putting out two albums that have massive fucking hits in one year shows how just steam training
0: he was. doing. Absolutely, he obviously had a lot of kind of pent up. Are so much ready to go, and uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm, you know, but uh, I'll tell you what though. If you didn't like that
1: song, yeah, tell me if you like this Raekwon song featuring Inspector Deck.
0: Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh what? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. I, I mean, I I want to be a I, I want to be able to defend Raekwon. Um, you know, yeah, you know, I mean, Raekwon's got some of the best verses in in the Thirty Six Chambers, but that's <laughs> that's indefensible. It's isn't weird,
1: it? is? Uh, well, no, I just I thought that was an amusing little sample because I was looking up had Elton John been sampled in a yeah. lot of stuff. I I just kind of assumed. He'd be all over the place in mm. just weird samples.
0: Not that much. But I tell you one thing: we had like coming to the end of these first four tunes. One mm. thing we haven't discussed, and you did touch on it slightly, is every single one of these songs sounds like it belongs in a musical. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's very theatrical. Yeah, it's it, yeah. sweeping
1: strings and all that of mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, Yeah, but
0: those big productions that seem like you know that they would, and you know, I'm a I'm a fan of musical theatre. Indeed, uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I like a good musical. Sure, uh, what makes a good musical? It's one that I like. That's how that works, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? That's <laughs> thanks for that input. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> uh, look, man. I've got nothing better. Well, this, is, this is my day of of weird, non-specific. I don't have to explain myself to you. <laughs> But you know, I, I do love I do love a good musical, as I say, and mm. you know I think these are are really kind of big. Well, I mean, not not so much for the last song because I just it, I, I, I I lack the ability to I, yeah. I lack the ability to get past that. I'd but have to I wonder then. The
1: I wonder when this film comes out, the Rocketman Man film, will it be different for you hearing Taron Egerton doing his version? Will that be better? I don't know. Maybe, and will it work in terms of? Whenever they where they put it in the film because it, it'll fit as a soundtrack rather than just a standalone piece as well it might make a difference
0: I mean you're making a fairly big assumption that I'm going to watch it
1: oh you'll watch it at some point you won't see it in the cinema but you'll watch it
0: at some point uh, I do watch some old shit yeah, so exactly yeah. right so, okay so that's, that's full track Should we take a yep, break absolutely let's take a quick break
1: and have a look at what's going on in the album chart this week to be honest this is pretty much similar or the same to the last couple of weeks, because this Elton John album was only number one for two weeks. Okay. Uh, it it stayed in the top 200 for 145 weeks. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it stayed in the top 75 for a year. Wow. Um, But it was only number one for a couple of weeks before it got knocked off by the Macca Collection. Yeah. And so there's not a huge amount of difference. So at number 10, we see Cliff Richard, From a Distance.
0: That's the best way to see cliff Richard. yeah <laughs> Bravo, give you, sir! gives you fucking plenty of time to run away, did not it? And we'll fucking catch that you, though, motherfucker! Spry, <laughs> tennis and Botox well, I think the other and other, no paedophilia um, no well that's the, the other way to see him
1: from a distance is just to uh, tell him you're going to come and investigate his house he'll be off yeah. like a fucking shot I, know what I mean
0: fucking hard drives in bin bags <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: number nine is the three tennis
0: and concert I'd like to point out though just briefly that uh, Cliff Richard has, uh, has been proven innocent of all scurrilous charges uh, and I'm pointing this out uh, because I'm a fan of his work and no way because he has a history of being incredibly litigious true <laughs> and to be fair man what else is he doing at the minute do you know what I mean sitting home reading the bible he's can be listening to our podcast yeah of course he is my auntie's a massive fan of Cliff Richard <laughs> is that right yeah my, that I, had proper. A, I had a Cliff Richard calendar last year didn't I yeah but I thought I assumed that was for a joke oh, well you know it was a joke Jenny bought me it, it oh was, right yeah it, it got, I was like oh, you realise this joke has got to last for 12 months mm.
1: yeah it didn't uh, number 9 like I say three tenors in concert which we've done as much as these yeah. right. number 8 is The Cure Mixed Up which is a remix album Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever Greatest hits Remix Number 7 Status Quo Rockin' All The Years Number 6 Whitney Houston's I'm Your Baby Tonight The album Okay We heard with about the single Last time uh, This is the album's not it? In at 6 Number 5 Beautiful South Chuck Again Say word <laughs> Just be grateful Never number 1 I'm
0: just going to apologise My friend Alex Winter Listens to this podcast Um he love him? And he does love him And I I, I suspect He'll stop listening After the last week's Maybe. I'm
1: surprised he hasn't stopped listening already. You know, this is this is nothing compared to the quality of his podcast. Well, no, he's oh, well, you know, I think he said it was alright. But anyway. Anyway. number four, Happy Mondays, Pill Thrills and Betty Aches. Yeah, uh, I was relatively aware of that. I don't think it's a
0: very good album. I don't think think they're a
1: very good band for songs. Yeah, I don't think
0: I've ever heard the whole album. I mean, it was, you know... They're good fun, but... It it was like a singles delivery device, wasn't
1: it? Number three, Paul Simon's Rhythm of the Saints, which we've done. Yeah. And number two is Phil Collins' Serious Hits Live. Wow.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, if he wasn't done dominating the start of the year... I know. He's back... Back for Christmas. ...in live album form. Yeah. Yeah. He's back in Pug. And then it's like, like,
1: remember you said... uh, whenever we did the Phil Collins one you listened to some of the live versions of those songs yeah. and said that sometimes they were a bit better because there was more life to it or something
0: like that what's what on seriously is, is it just it's not just the live well, no it's not
1: going to be just just but seriously
0: live oh, I bet that's a better record oh it, it probably will be
1: because it'll have the other hits on it it's going to have uh, In the Air Tonight it's going to have Susudio or whatever yeah. I mean come on top notch but that's all you, all you have and um, the only other album because again this is in the run up to Christmas and no one's really releasing albums that aren't yeah. great hits or massive cash ins uh, Buffalo Tom released Birdbrain oh, yeah, which uh, I, got, I think it's, it's a nice, nice little album but nothing special but that's literally all I could find for these two weeks
0: Wow, a, it's, a, it's a fallow period. It really fucking is, mate. Well, you know, this is a bonus podcast. Let's get... Yeah, yeah, you get what you're giving, fuckers. Let's, uh, let's get stuck back into and John. <laughs> Quite, yeah. <laughs> On that note. Uh, the
1: next one, track number seven, is Saturday Night's Alright for Fighting. Want to do a bit of this? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Right.
0: Like a wreck. <laughs> this is fun, isn't
1: it? Well, this is totally fine, uh, but uh, fun. No, no, I get. Oh, right. Yes, sorry. It's it's fun. It's fine. This is not my favorite type of Elton John song. I'm just surprised that you like it. Having said, you already don't like
0: Honky Cat and Crocodile Rock. This is the same thing. But this is a better version of it. Okay. Just, yeah. Okay. It's, it's got this has got this is yeah. I don't like either of those songs because they're just really anonymous. This is you know Saturday night is a right for fine. That's a great chorus. It's a good refrain. Right. It's a, a, you know, talk about credibility of the delivery. That I find something quite amusing about Elton John singing a song about having fights in the north of England, um, mm-hmm. which is essentially what you know this is this is about. It's about yeah. a kind of like working class pub. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's got terrible, terrible lyrics. And it's got a breakdown in the middle that sounds like Waterloo by ABBA. <laughs> which isn't in itself a bad thing. Well, that's a great tune. Well, no, I mean, uh, oh, mate, if we ever did an ABBA Greatest Hits album, we could have one hell of an argument. Oh, I see, right. We would disagree on a lot I of that. A lot of that, okay. Thing. I don't think this is a great
1: song. I've got this on, you know, I whenever I was going through des- deciding which ones I really want to talk about, yeah. I, I put some in green, some in amber, and some in red. This is on my amber straight away.
0: I, no, this I, I is, see, I, I think I, I think whatever else this is, it's a lot of fun, uh-huh. and it's a uh, you know I, I, this is going to stick in my head. It's got a hook to it. It's going right. to Saturday nights. All right for fine. That's a good hook. I like it, and mm-hmm. I like I like his voice in this. Uh, I like his voice in this tempo. Okay, a well, lot he, better. He can't be as uh, soft and well. No, I that see. I, that's the I think his voice lends itself better. To uh, like, he's he's kind of got a rasp in it when he sing, when he sings more aggressively, mm-hmm. uh, and he's, a, a, and I guess the the speed of delivery knocks a load of the stuff that I don't like out. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. Uh, and it's just got a bit more. Um, it, was oof oof if, it, yes, I mean, it has got more lift to it. I mean, of course You know, I mean that's you know that's you it's can't obviously like the difference between a fast song and a slow song is that one of them's faster and it's got more. But there's I don't know there's something behind the delivery of it that I kind of get okay. on with a little bit better. I just right. okay. I, I don't know how to put this because obviously it doesn't sound authentic because I don't believe Elton John's ever had a fight in a pub. No, right? Not you know I mean I'm sure he's had arguments in pubs and glasses oh. of wine have been thrown yes but you know I don't think like a brawl in a, in a yeah I can't imagine him getting stuck in yeah exactly that right but you know I don't know, there's just some intent behind the delivery that okay. rings slightly truer with me
1: fair enough and even again this is another because it's Bernie's lyrics it's Bernie's yeah. uh, upbringing that is being yeah. expressed in song here it's him going to those rough pubs it's it's not Elton John one of the ones in Pinner yeah you know I got yeah. that I got yeah that. sure okay I'm genuinely surprised I didn't think you'd like that one at no
0: I think, that's, I think that's a good upfront song it's you mm-hmm. know it's not I mean yeah you're not You're not going to argue that it's a, a great piece of craft work mm. or something like that but it's a I mean certainly not craft work yeah, it did well. um, yeah. you know but it's you know, it's fun it's, I want pop music to be fun and enjoyable a lot of the mm-hmm. time and you know that is in the way a lot of the other songs on here aren't no but I would,
1: I would say they're not really pop music you know Goodbye Brick Road isn't a pop song. Saturday Night Road mm. is alright for fighting,
0: is a pop song. Definitely. Okay. I mean Rocket Man's a pop song. Rocket Man, well, I wouldn't say it's a pop song. It's a pop song. It's a pop song. It lives in a popular culture, it's a pop song. Oh well then in that case everything's a pop song. No, it's not. In that case fucking Iron Maiden's pop because it got number one. Well I made I I Maiden, I would say I would say there are there are populist bits of Iron Maiden. I would you can Okay, but it's not a pop song. It's not a pop song, but it lives in a popular culture. Of course.
1: But then everything's popular culture.
0: Mm, it isn't though.
1: It isn't. Okay, Pig Destroyer aren't popular culture. Exactly. That's not a pop song. But if it if it's got into the charts, it's in popular culture. I think that's a cop-out thing uh, no, I, no, I
0: know I, I think it's an interesting I think it's an interesting distinction and I think it's one that we should have a fist fight about. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean I yeah, I like that one. I that's good. More fun so the sort of
1: thing if someone would say to you do me a best of a best five songs. Elton John little playlist to get them into it you might go more that direction yeah maybe that's cool alright no worries next one then on the album is Candle in the Wind
0: yep well so, we know this one pretty well don't we well we
1: certainly we certainly do I mean, just in terms of I'm going to play a bit you remember how it used to be yeah rather than the, the Diana version
0: goodbye no no I never knew you. To yourself, those around you, okay. I was surprised by how much I was able to l- enjoy this oh yes it wasn't too tainted no yeah. I so I learned something about this song and like I said this is completely of my own ignorance of it okay but I thought this was an 80s song oh I see okay because this was this had an, an 88 re-release Oh did it? I don't remember that. It was a okay. live re release. He'd done a live oh. he done a live version for it. And oh, so, so it was it was in the charts again. It was on one of the it was on a compilation of some description. What was d I'm completely blanked on that then, right? I don't know. Yeah, how. I I mean, as I recall it, unless I'm remembering it completely wrong, but hmm. I thought I remembered this song coming out for what I thought was the first time. I see. Okay. Right. Goodbye Norma Jean. Remember reading the lyrics in a magazine. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it's it's a really nice kind of touching a story it's about again it's that thing about fame isn't it it's, it is yeah it's yeah. You know. it's not about Marilyn Monroe yeah. it's about fame it's yeah. about fame and by death you know when I when say I was surprised I was able to enjoy this I mean we were both working in the same branch of HMV uh-huh. when uh, Princess Diana died and you know I'm sure you know it's always sad when someone dies for reasons that could be avoided mm-hmm. but the whole country lost its shit and I couldn't have given a fuck less right, right? and we had to listen to this song every day it, often it, on
1: repeat it became and I think still is the biggest selling single ever and I remember whenever the day it was released there were people queuing up before the shop opened to buy it. Yeah. And buying multiple copies. And as well, uh, it went straight in at full price. It went at 3 99 on the CD single. There was no first day $1.99. No. And people were literally just getting handfuls of them and bringing them up. Yeah.
0: And yeah. that's because they're pricks.
1: Yeah.
0: That's because they were looking for a way to express their amazing sadness mm-hmm. as someone they'd never met. And all of those are in landfill now. Oh, sure. I mean, like, one of those has choked a swan. <laughs> fuck you Diana what happened to the money for this It was. I, I presume this must have been a charity
1: oh totally Um, I'm trying to think what it might
0: have uh, they what, probably need be... to pay for the funeral <laughs> <laughs> and the cover up job yeah there was oh uh, yeah well you know The oh she's left two kids behind they're probably going to need oh, oh yeah send them to Disneyland oh, God. or Same they own Disneyland yeah, yeah. I can't remember it was either Terence
1: Higgins or it was the um, landmine one that she was sort of the prophet right. or something okay. anyway yes
0: so you can't complain about it being full price if it's going to charity. Fair enough, that's done. Um, I mean, like, No, I'm not. I'm not complaining about yeah. about that. I'm complaining about the fucking fact that the song was dog shit and mm. the first line was "Goodbye, English Rose." Yeah, England's rose. oh was it, England's rose. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, yeah. as long as it's. I mean, she was a
1: princess of Wales as well. Oh, what? So it should have been "Goodbye, Wales's Leak." Wales' is leak. I mean... <laughs> that sounds like Charles's uh, medical problems. I mean,
0: bits of a fucking leak and right over that tunnel, weren't I? <laughs> oh, that's getting <laughs> cut right. No, it's not. <laughs> Leave that in. Fuck it. Phil Lucas is the only royalist that will be listening to this. <laughs> Back to the song, though. Do you like it? Yes, I do. I think it's very... I, I, yeah? You know, I... Okay, I, good. I, I do like this song. It's... You know, the reason it was as big as it was is it... it it's you fucking know, amazing it's, I mean it is it's just it, it's it, a brilliant know. song yeah it's, it's a it's a beautifully well song and I'm when I say I was surprised at how much I was able to enjoy it mm. because there was so much baggage attached to it it ruined the song yeah sure for me yeah Um. but hearing it down in this version again with the original lyrics reading through the lyrics you know as, as we tend to do yeah it's just a really nicely written well observed song his his voice Again, he's isn't okay annoying one. me in it, um. right?
1: Yeah, no, it's brilliant. Um, uh, Taupin once said that because it it was they picked Marlon Monroe
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: to, for the song to be about. That's the way it went. But he said it could easily have been about someone like James Dean or Jim Morrison yeah. because it's about someone getting you know cut down in their prime when they still lose to give and being uh, a victim of their own fame.
0: Yeah. Conversely, I mean, I've read. Elton John mm-hmm. saying that he was an enormous fan, okay, uh, he right was. Of both her and uh-huh. you know, uh, you know, kind of Elvis Presley, and, and uh-huh. there was an interview with Rolling Stone or something. That he made, he made those comments in, so it's, it's interesting that from the both, obviously he's not written the lyric, and the person who has is right. But yeah, maybe
1: there may be some prompting from Elton's side then. If Bernie Taupin was talking about doing a song in that this vein,
0: maybe Elton yeah. was like, oh well. Why don't we make it? Well, you know, let's not forget we're you know we're back in the seventies. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're at that point of people that are coming through now. I mean, it's things that happened ten years ago, fifteen years ago. Mm. Those are the unassailable. You know, like when when young kids, when you see them with the Nirvana shirts and things like that, now mm. you realise that those bands have taken on like a kind of a, a legendary, kind of mythical, yeah quality. Well, yeah, he's the new
1: Jim Morrison to, to this generation.
0: Yeah. You know, there is something, in, you know, to be said about dying young and never getting old enough to fucking be a member of the Who. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, not you me. know, I'm not even talking about the no, one with the dodgy Browser history. Right, right? Yeah. No, I'm not talking about him because nothing was proven mm. and you can't sue me. Uh, I'm, I just yeah, don't, want don't want to don't get sued today, man. I've had a bad week. I really don't want to get sued. No, well, you're, you're putting a lot of... You know, feeders out there for getting sued. Well, you know, there are a lot of people that have potentially been <laughs> paedophiles. Yeah. Pete Townsend wasn't one of them. No, nope, definitely he not. He was researching something. Exactly. It was a yeah. book. Yeah, a book. A-, a book full of photographs of children <laughs> naked. <laughs> yeah. For completely innocent reasons. Innocent, mate. Yeah. Innocent.
1: Nothing has been proved. Absolutely.
0: Uh, yeah. Next song, no uh, uh, on the, uh, the subject of Pete Townsend, this one's called "Don't Let Your Son." <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it wasn't even Pete Townsend I was angry at. It was Roger Daltrey oh, for forward. all this fucking Brexit bullshit. Yeah, right? yeah. I don't care which way you want to vote or which way you don't. But I hope I die before I get old. Mm. Mission failed. <laughs> yes. Yeah,
1: quite. Hope I die before I get too right wing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why does that happen to people? It's, it's one of these proven things. Great. Thanks, everyone but yeah so the next one on the compilation is don't let the song go
0: down on me you want to chat about that Uh, I mean very very little really I mean Mm -hmm. obviously it's a great song Mm -hmm. but this song is almost Living proof of my of my hypothesis that most Elton John songs are better if you bring someone else in to sing at right. least some of them, um, and you know this is a perfectly fine version, but the definitive version is the version of George Michael, in my opinion. That's your like your preference. That's my. I mean, it's a, is that do you reckon is that the first?
1: Time you heard this song
0: would have been the George Michael version, yeah. No, that, so that's, I mean, I mean there's a good case to be made for that as mm-hmm. well. But George Michael's d- delivery was a fantastic version, like, yeah, Bravissimo. Oh, it's brilliant! learnt that from the uh, from all of the opera albums that we've done. Because oh, we are fucking classy, we head. are, mate. I'm wearing a tuxedo as we <laughs> speak. I say a tuxedo, I mean, a butt plug, but you know. the thing <laughs> A butt's ego. A butt's e- ego? Yeah. That sounds like an Italian car. <laughs> That's quite... Yeah. Uh, okay, I've
1: got nothing more on done It's not, It is. It's a good tune. Uh, lyrically, it's about someone that he met with good intentions, potentially romantic intentions, but, yeah. uh, but now they're rejecting him. And he's going, what's that? What's changed? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Why, why won't you... Return my calls. That's what it is. This you?
0: might be the first. This might be the first example of a song about ghosting. Well, it might well be. Yeah, in the uh, in the uh, nineteen seventy four. Yeah, in the in the pre-Tinder
1: age. Well, probably why'd you ghost me? Because only two percent of the population has a phone. Yeah, and uh, I don't know your address.
0: Yeah, and uh, literally, you're refusing to accept my telegram. <laughs> yeah. Shot eight of my pigeons. Yeah, my my pigeons have been flagged (laughs) down. You've misinterpreted my smoke (laughs) signals. But next one, let's move on from that. Uh, Number ten
1: on the compilation is a cover version. And It's the only cover version in here. Well, no, it's not. Pinball Wizard is as well, but it's a strange one. Lucy and the Sky with Diamonds.
0: Yep. Do you want to do this? We play this. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's let's play this. Uh, it's a cover of a Beatles song. You're the bigger Beatles fan of the two of
1: us. Probably. And I'm not, you know, the biggest Beatles fan in the world. I think they've got brilliant stuff. I think they've got yeah. some fantastic songs. I don't know everything there is to know about the Beatles, and I've no. not heard all of the albums all the way through. So, fair enough. But yes, I probably am, of the two of us, a bigger fan of the music than, than, than you are. Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm, you know, my, you know, my relationship with the Beatles, I have an overview of the greatest hits. I lean towards more uh the kind of more psychedelic mm-hmm. period, you know, kind of magic mystery tour, mm-hmm. Sergeant Peppers, those are my
1: those would be but, your, your touchstones.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I, you know, I mean, I've got you know, whatever I've got downstairs. I've got like rubber Soul I have got hard days. Oh, okay. I've got some. I've got some. You know, I've inherited records from my mum and dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm not the biggest Beatles fan, but I, uh, you know, if you're any kind of fan of pop music, you oh can't. god, you've got a bass yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And if you, if, if you, if Sergeant Pepper is one of your ones that you would gravitate towards, then obviously you know this
0: song well. Yeah, I would say I would say Lucy in the Sky is. I mean, it's not one. It's you know not top five Beatles songs, mm-hmm. but it's it's up there. I, okay. I, I particularly like this song, and I think that this cover version of it is basically a hate crime. <laughs> it's a hate. I mean, look, and like John Lennon was involved with this. He was. He and plays, like, plays and sings on it. And I tell you, mate, there is no there. There's there's you know Paul McCartney has been heard to say, oh, you shouldn't overestimate the. Uh, uh, the role that drugs played in Beatles music. I oh, fuck. I'm not underestimating the role that the mm. drugs played in the decision that make this. This is fucking awful. I mean, I'm so angry about this.
1: You, you, you were so angry. You, you messaged me going, "This is the yeah. worst thing." Yeah, I, I yeah. broke
0: our rules. We have a rule where we don't discuss yeah. opinions on this stuff at all. Right before we record, mm-hmm. right? This is dog shit. Right? What? Like what? What? Part of him thought, oh yeah, what we really need to do is really bring out the reggae in this song. There's only
1: one little reggae oh, bit. F- Fuck off, man. Whatever like a- you
0: said on oh, the reggae, bit. Well, I was trying to think of it in listen three. There is a bit. There's oh, mate, the whole thing. Basically, this is like if this was a meal, right? Uh-huh. This would be like Levi Roots fucking popping up, right, right? And you're trying to eat your dessert and he's just pouring reggae, reggae sauce all over again. <laughs> eat this. I'm not doing the voice. I'm not Donnie fucking Wahlberg. I saw you fucking look at me. I'm not doing it, right? <laughs> <laughs> fucking eat this, mate. Sounds like a rejected Bond theme. This fucking cover. Oh,
1: okay. I like that, that imagery. That's a good one. Yeah, no, I it's,
0: this is uh, this is hateful. I see. I don't have the
1: issue that you do with this. How? I, I don't think it's amazing. I don't think it's a particularly good cover version. I actually think most of it is a very straight cover version.
0: Uh, it washes. It doesn't add much to it, it. It washes everything out that's good about the. You know, it's it washes out a lot of the subtlety. It washes, washes yeah. out a lot of the. The, the kind of the interesting stuff that's happening in the, in the, in the production mm. it, it changes the complete feel of the song from being this kind of really nice kind of psychedelic thing to someone this is like a, a band that only gets to gig in Indian restaurants <laughs> right do you know what I mean like, well, the, the singer's wearing a bindi but his name's Barry you know <laughs> do you know what I mean that, he's wearing sandals and too much fake tan and it's it's borderline as to whether he's blacked up or not right? that's sure this is not good, man.
1: I don't mind it. I mean, again, I would never put it on any best of Elton John compilations. But I think this is a serviceable.
0: Matt, I wouldn't version. put this on a, a playlist called "Best Elton John Covers of the Song Losing <laughs> the Firey <of> Diamonds." Right? <laughs> it, I wouldn't. If it was a choice between this and absolute silence, uh-huh. absolute you, silence. You go on with it. Yeah, absolute silence. This is awful. I can't argue because that's what you think. No, no, you, no, you can. Argue, no, not exactly.
1: yeah. I, I, and it's fine because I don't think it's that bad. It doesn't doesn't hit me in the same
0: way it's obviously hit you. oh It's really. I mean, I had a bit of a bad week. It might that mm. might be. I, no, my my, my week. No, 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 this is. You know, I know. I hate this instantly. Yeah, no, you did. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, find, I find it interesting that. I mean, a, I find it interesting that Lennon is on this. That he's playing guitar and doing doing backing vocals, mm. and also he's uh, on record. He, there's a quote from him saying that when he first heard your song. In 1970, yeah. he said, "Great, that's the first new thing that's happened since the Beatles." Okay, he was so impressed with Elton John. So I guess that's why he's doing it. He's he's impressed with Elton just in the general way. Hmm. And to um, be part of this? I, I I don't have an issue with it, but no, I don't think it's a winner. And I'm to be honest, I'm surprised it's on this compilation. I don't know why. It doesn't add anything to it. But no, I don't hate it in the same with the same vehemence that you do. I loathe it. No, I'm no. good. You got that. I, I think I did I picked that up picked it up uh, next one on the compilation though Philadelphia Freedom anything not nah. give a shit no I don't give a shit it. about that at all uh, the next one Someone Saved My Life Tonight no nah. I don't I, No, I've got all of these in my don't really care pile. yeah, yeah not in my fuck that pile but my don't care pile.
0: yeah this is I don't think this compilation needed to be 30 tracks long it really didn't <laughs> you know honest to god as someone who
1: likes Elton John, there is a lot of filler in yeah. there. Uh, it's sampled by Kanye West. Someone said my life tonight in uh, Good Morning.
0: Yeah, I mean, what hasn't been sampled no, by Kanye West?
1: No, true. Next one, Pinball Wizard. Yeah. Uh, the cover of the Who song, Yeah, obviously. Uh, I'll admit, the first version I heard of this song was Elton, because I saw Tommy, yeah. uh, the film, before I ever heard the soundtrack mm-hmm. or anything else. But I do prefer the Who version.
0: I haven't heard the Who one for a while. I've, just, right. I've been listening to this today. Sure. The thing that I've been saying throughout this is that he's a better songwriter than he is a singer. Mm-hmm. And yet, when we get this first song that he hasn't written, I just think it's a really good song. Oh, it's a cracking song. It's a, it's a great song. I think his delivery on it is really, really great. Yeah. Um, Like I say, I think his voice is far better suited for this for the rock and, roll. Of rock and roll stuff yeah okay. um i think uh, there's some really you know, obviously the, the great solo in this song as well
1: mm-hmm. the, the other thing i suppose and we haven't even spoken about this is he's a fucking great piano player oh my god you know, yeah, yeah. you know whenever he's whenever he goes cuz a lot of the, the ones that i like aren't particularly you know here's me as a non piano player saying difficult mm-hmm. when you hear it you don't go wow mm-hmm. But he's obviously incredibly talented on piano.
0: Oh, without a shadow of a doubt, as well. And you and, know and that Solo shows you. I think the thing that impresses me most about Elton John actually is the restraint that he shows as a player. Mm, that's interesting because, mm-hmm. like, going back all the way back to Episode Two, mm-hmm. one of the biggest problems we had with that Christian's record, yeah was musicianship for musicianship's sake. Okay, stuff in there that was showing off that didn't serve a song.
1: Yeah, it was I can, so I will.
0: Yeah, so here it is, but it's showing off and it, you know, kind of ruined probably what their formula was, which was good, simple songs, which is what got them their sales in the first place. Sure, yeah. So absolutely what I will say, this guy is, you know, I mean, I wouldn't say a virtuoso player because I'm not qualified to say that, but but actually Mm -hmm. when he strips back his songwriting, he goes, right, this is what serves the song. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Whatever I think of Elton John as an artist, I have nothing but positive things to say about his songwriting.
1: Right, no, that definitely comes through. Yeah. That definitely comes through. I think that's a great way to to frame it. He's incredibly talented at what he does. Yeah. And when he decides he doesn't have to do more, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Cool. All right, well, look, I mean, Pinball Wizard there is, is actually track 13 of the 30 on this compilation. Right. But realistically we are running out of ones that we actually want to talk about so let's take another quick break before we get back into the sure. other big ones in this album and have a look at the singles chart I've said it before i say it again there's not a lot that has changed dramatically on sure. this we're one.
0: getting into that Christmas period oh, stuff God. sticks around for a lot longer yeah it? and it's
1: really fucking dreadful a lot of this oh, I bet, the bet. Christmas market does spring up some bullshit as we'll see uh, number 10 this week and the week I'm looking at is November 17th to 23rd so we are really on that four or yeah. five week ramp up to Christmas Whitney Houston's I'm Your Baby Tonight which we saw last yeah, week good tune good tune indeed uh, number nine Belinda Carlisle's We Want the Same Thing still yeah. there Kylie Minogue Step Back in Time yeah. Berlin Take My Breath Away 1990 Yeah. first new one at number six is Robert Palmer and UB40 I'll Be Your Baby Tonight
0: We're not putting this in our podcast No, no
1: I'm not playing I'm it No, you... no not having
0: it No, no, no No, no, no. <laughs> no that's so fine the, the... Number
1: five and I don't remember this coming out and I'm glad because it's shit awful Black Box Fantasy Was that with a PH? Know? No No It's okay. it's a cover of the Earth, Wind and Fire song No, I don't remember this at all <laughs>
0: I don't remember this one bit. Oh, I mean... No, this this didn't happen, did it? Uh, not in my world. This was number five.
1: Number five. In the run up to Christmas. It must have sold a sort of decent amount. Fucking hell. Not a clue, mate. This Literally no idea. I've
0: never heard that before in my life. Nah. And I'm angry you've made me hear it
1: <laughs> 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 I can only apologise. That is my fault. Uh, number four is The Beautiful sides of Little Time. Number three... And I thought I didn't remember this. Okay. But I played it and I went... Oh yeah, I do remember this. Okay. I mean, I'll play it as a see if you get it. You won't get this from from uh, from the intro. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I do
0: know what this is. Yeah, really, you recognise
1: this? Yeah, I would not have got this from
0: hang this. On, wait, hang on, hang on, hang uh. on. Oh, what is this? Is this
1: is Mel and Kim. It's Kim Appleby. Oh Kim Appleby. It's Kim Appleby, Appleby sort yeah. yeah. Fucking you hell, well done, man. Yeah, I
0: remember this, yeah. I remember I Jesus. Don't... Yeah.
1: What? I'm impressed with that. It wasn't until it got to the chorus,
0: really, that
1: you'll be fine. Yeah, I, just, yeah, I,
0: mean, I mean, it's so anonymous. It's just... It's, it's peak uh, Stock and more. PWL yeah. P- 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 it, it? Is,
1: it is it's like so there's a preset on their massive computer yeah, yeah. I mean, that, I, that, that, that just pumps them out I mean we
0: must be coming to the end of that stuff at this point when, I well, mean I've, I've seen, it might be I don't know possible I mean, I'm trying to think because I mean you know, we've had ten good reasons we've had yeah, big fun we've Jason had song Donovan. at this point I'm sure Jason Donovan did it a couple of years worth didn't they? I'm not sure. I mean, well, a lot probably. of them moved away from them towards the end, didn't they? Did, yeah. Mm. I don't
1: know. Well, we'll find out. Uh, number 2 and this isn't on Spotify. Okay. Gutted. Because right. it's I think it's just because it's that bad. Right. But do you remember whenever Gaza and Lindisfarne did Fog in the Time? Uh, I mean, I can
0: tell you, I can tell you exactly why I can remember. Hold oh, on. Because the uh, So this will date this for me. Uh Um, I'd followed the World Cup. I'm not a football fan, but I watched the World Cup as everyone did. It was, you know, the one night in Italy kind of, Mm -hmm. the whole thing. And I, you know, I had been supportive of Gaza during that period. Right. right? Was that that the year that he cried? Yes. Now, six months had passed. Yes. Uh, This song was big in the charts. for some fucking reason I talked about my Cliff Richard calendar earlier yes so this Christmas I received a Gaza calendar 12 pictures of him in a shell suit 12 pictures of him in a shell suit (laughs) talking to time it's all mine and mine (laughs) Oh, that's glorious. 12 pictures. It might even be in my mum and dad's loft. I drew cocks all over <laughs> that thing. Like, I, I mean, I drew cocks in a oh, rate you would what? not believe all over <laughs> that thing. Uh, and, I just, uh, and it was like, it was like our uh, seven months has passed. All of that goodwill has passed. And I looked it's, at my... Mm. I, I remember unwrapping that and my mum looking at me oh. and me just looking at her in that way that you do when you're an ungrateful 14-year-old <laughs> as if she just served me a turd on a grandmother's ovary. Do you know what I mean? It's like... It's like... Oh, Jesus. And I, I still find that funny. That's too, brilliant. Too. That is absolutely fantastic. Gaza calendar. Gazza,
1: oh, was calendar. In any of them, was he doing shit like, you know, wearing fake boobs or a silly wig or anything? No, like no, that? no,
0: no, no. It was strictly for a PG monkey. He was doing okay. keepy-uppies. Right. And it wasn't just one shell suit that he had. He had a variety. I, mean, I still remember some of them. One was like a black one with some gold stuff on it. I mean, it was bad, mate. It that's, was a, that's a brilliant... I and mean, it was peach shell suit as well back then.
1: Oh, God, yeah, no, I remember... I remember in 1990, there were there were people I knew in Belfast, because Belfast, there were some fucking chavvy areas as well. Yeah. And it was shells. For one badly tossed match, yeah. and that the streets would have just gone up in flames because of shells. Sure, man. It was incredible. Is
0: that why everyone wore the balaclavas, in case of... Well, exactly, mate. Yeah.
1: Protective. Yeah, exactly, just yeah. flame-proof. But number one, though, is the Righteous Brothers on Jane Melody. Yeah, oh
0: yeah Samia, Of course whatever. it was As it was forever uh, It really was
1: uh, The other Right In terms of other singles That came out In this period Only a few But they're good ones They are goodies I'll play some of these We've already covered Prince New Par Generation That came out New Par Fuck uh, you yeah. Fuck you Peaked at 26 This week Peaking at Number 38 <laughs> Oh Yes mate Yes indeed
0: and this was picking the 30, so this was a top 40 single. Oh, yeah, no. Fuck. I, hey. I mean, I bought it as a cassette single. Anyway. Did you? Oh, I didn't buy was it. It wasn't. No, no, I bought this straight away. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I bought. Uh, yeah, I, I've still got my cassette anyway. single. I oh, threw all my tapes so so away I didn't throw this away. Right. I don't know where it is, but I've got yeah. some and it was like, I remember this because it had like, the fold out and had all the NWA merch you could send off for oh lovely but like, it was like well oh, I don't know I can send, cause you have to send off a cheque and a post order to America and oh, I never yeah. got you know, never got like, yeah when that came out I mean I can sing you that song oh you could do word for word word for word backwards sure it's brilliant it's up there with their best songs absolutely I would say yeah. I would say it is my favourite NWA song it's one I always go to to put on
1: anyway fucking amazing Pick at 38 and the other one, I've got Peaking at 59, and this is another classic. And it's one of these ones that you go, oh, hold on, was that 1990? I, could have, I would have thought that was late 80s at the latest, but yeah, this is another biggie.
0: Cherry Pie What a song. <laughs>
1: that's
0: Chris Green. Yes.
1: Whenever <laughs> I was putting this on the list, I thought, I bet you Chris knows about seven of the people who have been in this band. Oh, yeah.
0: No, absolutely. Without a
1: doubt. <laughs> yeah. Without a doubt. But that, that's all I've got for singles. That's Fair enough, I am have this, this week. It, it's not a bumper crop of singles, really.
0: No, but you know what? NWA will do it for me. Oh, God,
1: yeah. That's worth ten. Input.
0: And Cherry Pie the same week. Come
1: on. Imagine that. Fucking brilliant. Okay, well, let's uh, go back into the Elton album and just rattle through the rest of these, I guess. So we, we were up to track number fourteen, which is "The Bitch Is Back."
0: Yeah, don't care.
1: Don't give a shit. No. Number fifteen. Don't go breaking my heart.
0: Okay. You like this one? Oh, I love this one. Yeah. But this is very chintzy as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. but it's it's again, it's fun. <laughs> I couldn't if I tried. D on the vocals there. Great little slice of disco funk, this, isn't it? Yeah, and
1: uh, it was written as a tribute to the kind of the Motown duets okay. that both Elton and Bernie Tolkien grew up loving. The, yeah. the Marvin Gaye Hammy Terrell stuff. It was uh, uh, in that vein.
0: Oh, I think it does it well. Yeah, uh, yeah it's re- really
1: well done. Funny enough, is this is Elton John's first number one single in the UK. Well, none, none of the other ones hadn't reached number one, no matter how big a seller they were. I'm guessing it was more. He sold a tonne of albums. Yeah. The singles didn't necessarily do number ones. But this one, this is a big chart-bind hit. Well, I guess there's
0: an argument to be had as to whether songs are actually a pop songs well, or quite. just popular songs. Well, indeed, yes. So maybe we could have a 20-minute argument about <laughs> yeah. that that we didn't have to <laughs> subsequently edit out. <laughs> we could. If we get enough social media feedback, we might share that online. God. It's cheesy as fuck, but yeah, it's good. It's a good fun one. Like you say, it's good fun. Yeah, and that's, and that's, you know, I... I think I enjoy him when he's being a bit more fun. A bit more silly. Yeah. Right.
1: Whereas I'm the opposite. With some exceptions. No, I'm fine, but I'm definitely the opposite. Okay. Well, that's I, I like his, his sadder ones. That's all I got for that, anyway.
0: Fine. The next one is Benny and the Jets. No, don't, no, 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 not interested. Uh,
1: it was covered by the Beastie Boys. Okay. And they did a very bad cover version of it. Okay, so, so they, yeah, that's, that's all Which we year? Which year of BC? It was on their uh, Greatest Hits. It was on their, um, that double CD. It was a, a kind of a bonus track on there. Fair enough. Yeah, bullshit. Now, number 17. Sorry seems to be the hardest word. Yeah. I like this. I think it's a good one. I don't have much to say on so we'll skip over it. I think this is another nice one, but that's probably because it's another sad one. Yeah. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Who hurt you, Krista? John. Fair enough. Yeah. But this was also covered by
0: Blue, fucking dreadfully. We're going to have to do one of their records, I'm pretty sure. Oh, probably. I'm fairly sure they're going to have had a number one album. Uh, and what we can do is reflect on the fact that they're now in an advert. Are they? Oh, yeah. All they're right. Like, things aren't going well. No, well, look,
1: No, there's no uh, longevity, let's face it, to that career.
0: One love for the hip hop beats. <laughs> Only one, though. You fucking cunt Yeah, indeed. Not a fucking hip hop beat if it was bumming your mum. <laughs>
1: Number 18, Song for Guy. Yeah. Instrumental song. Uh, So, one of the only ones that's credited only to Elton John. Fair enough. I think it's very nice, uh, but I don't need to talk any more about it at all. Number 19, Part-Time Love. Don't give a shit. No. Literally, I've I've written, don't care. No, I don't Um, either. No. No. Number 20, Blue Eyes. We're now into 1980s. Yeah. Elton John. Don't care. No. Don't. Skip. Twenty-one, I guess that's why they call it the blues. Okay. I think this is wicked. I, really oh, I do. can imagine you do. I think this is terrific. Uh, it's it's from 83 and it sounds like an eighties version of an Elton John song. I really like this. Let's have a little listen.
0: Don't wish it away. Oh you're gonna hate the voice. Mate, is, oh. he, is he singing in the club style? <laughs> <laughs> mate, he's so nasal. Why? Why is that he is turned fat? That is particularly nasal. As it was, he recorded this on a cold, <laughs> or after a lot of cooking. Well, I mean, that's entirely possible. Mm. I mean, I more power to him. Mm. But as soon as his voice started, I went, "Actually, Dave's going to hate that voice." Yeah, see, look, for me, like the, the the composition of it is all fine. Uh-huh. I mean it's okay right Yeah, it's it's a bit too overblown you think yeah it's a bit oh, it's okay. nice. it's a bit histrionic for me in places right. and the harmonica in it can fuck off can't it do you know who's playing that harmonica who Stevie Wonder oh give a fuck <laughs> yeah, indeed that's a
1: Stevie harmonica
0: don't care
1: it can fuck off I like it no yeah I like it no I do don't is this all? Works I'm,
0: for me? I'm, I'm broadly opposed to the harmonica.
1: Oh sure, oh, yeah. And to be honest, if the harmonica was taken out of this, absolutely fine. Yeah. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't uh, lose anything for me? It wouldn't be diminished.
0: I, I can already feel. Actually, I've just said I'm broadly opposed to harmonica, mm-hmm. and I can almost feel that biting me in the arse somewhere down the line oh, in the podcast. Okay, it's like whenever
1: we said. Uh, that the the Hammond organ should never be a lead instrument. There's yeah. going to be something.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, would, uh, if you are listening, to this, take half of what I say with a pinch of salt. Do you know what I mean? I do talk a lot of shit.
1: Or or fucking tweet us with some amazing harmonica songs. Yeah, prove well, us wrong.
0: Yeah, please do. I mean, don't. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, no, if they do, you can go through them because you just no, know, no,
1: no, no. You do the Twitter. I I'm, do the Twitter. You do the Twitter. I'm not even on Twitter
0: <laughs> <laughs> you fucking should be I'll, I'll give you the pass no pass
1: right but no, oh, right. Uh, but no I, I do I like that it, I know it's kind of silly but something about it really just gets me that's another big sing-along one for me
0: should we have some of the harmonica
1: yeah let's find it one second Okay, if this were a different instrument doing this little solo, it would probably be better. You're
0: right. I don't mind it. Might I just have this is what Charlie Brown's teacher would sound like singing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's the other? Um, the other song that Stevie Wonder did harmonica solo in, uncredited. Un- uh, I think it was a a Chaka Khan Can one. Oh uh, really? Yeah, I think I think he just popped up again in there. Maybe he just fucking lurked the studios. Maybe he just went into
0: the wrong studio. <laughs> no one had the heart to tell him. <laughs> <laughs> he was next door. <laughs> he still thinks this is on one of his restaurants.
1: <laughs> Why didn't I ever get that Grammy for a monica?
0: <laughs> Not credited, mate, that's right. Oh god. <laughs> and I, I feel I can make blind jokes as I have a degenerative eye condition and may one day be a blind <laughs> oh man. That's true yes so yeah ah. okay
1: fine uh, guess what the call the blues I like it you're not a fan no problems with that next one 22 on the compilation I'm Still Standing yep want to hear a bit of
0: this one I do want to hear some of this yeah
1: Is it big bull tune I played some montage. You can never know that would work. It, it's
0: that feel to it. Yeah, yeah. That's one thing. I
1: don't think it was ever in
0: a film I can remember. Oh, I reckon it must have been. I don't know, but yeah. it fits. If you if you put the uh, the montage scene from uh, Breakfast Club over it, it works. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yes. Well, this yeah. is a great
1: song. I love this. This is another one of his
0: obvious chart hit ones. Yeah, you can just go. Yeah, that's a that's a biggie. Yeah, it's just got a big eighties feel to it. It's got a really cool. You know, you know as always, I kind of prefer these up tempo ones. Mm-hmm. That's where you and I are obviously differing mm-hmm. on this. It's a nice little break-up fuck you song. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. I, I'm kind of viewing it as a sequel to "I Will Survive." Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah okay. And uh, there's a story about this. Whenever he was doing
1: the because vi- you know that video was on the beach. Uh, yeah, he's and again he's in the straw. He looks like an absolute twat. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a story. Apparently, it was filmed in Cannes, I think it was, and. It turned out that Duran Duran were nearby and heard that he was filming this video. And they just kind of purloined him, took him away, going, all right, take a break, mate, take a break, come and hang out with us. And they got shit-faced on martinis. Nice. He trashed his hotel room. (laughs) And um, and, uh, because they had had issues with the video before, the, the director had dropped the first camera into the sea shit they have to do it all again
0: that's amazing <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> indeed brilliant yeah apparently Jerome Duran, Duran was we saying oh yeah he loved us he just kept going oh you boys oh <laughs> so much fun but, we had the best fucking day <laughs> wicked
0: yeah uh, but it's a good tune there you go I, yeah. I, I like him significantly more for that <laughs> for a bit though. of yeah, yeah yeah man I like that cool so yeah okay so that's um, alright right. so good next one
1: is Kiss the Bride which is like, not a big pop number, but no, don't mm-hmm. give a shit. 24 on this compilation. Sad songs say so much. Uh, yeah, I don't mind this. Yeah, I like it, but it's not one of the big ones for me at all. Yeah. Uh, I think this is it's, it's in the, the sort of Elton John song I like, but it's not anything I want to rave about. Yeah. It's a goodie, but it's not amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one uh, actually is... Well, it was two choices because there was a different track listening on the US and the UK yeah. version. So one had Passengers and one had Whispers. Yeah. Whispers is off that uh, Sleeping With The Past album that we had to do. Yeah. Passengers, didn't, not our single.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, Passengers, I had some fond memories of. Me too. Had a listen back to it and it did not... It's it, not great. It, no, it didn't hold up to me at all. No, nah, not at all. It was uh, slower than I remembered it. Yeah. But it's something... I'm sure I remember singing it,
1: you know... as a school kid in the playgrounds or anything because it's got that really big sing-along chorus yeah Uh,
0: but one of my mates at school made up a told me a story about that song oh yeah that that the passengers were these kind of weird alien hitchhikers that were in fiction and that's why it was just really convoluted you know you know like when kids tell each other really convoluted Mm. lies yeah I'd have been about I'd have been about 11 or something when this came out yeah and yeah, I, and I, that's just stuck in my head. I can't, that's weird. I can't remember so the what like weirdo friends. Do you remember? I thought it might be Darren. Yeah, well, Hey, Darren.
1: Darren. You fucking weirdo. Uh, next one, number twenty-six is Nikita. Yeah, no, yeah. don't care. Don't care. I mean, that was not a big hit for us. Well, see the
0: thing is, we've hit. This is. I mean, the problem well, I found with the back end of this album, as soon as we hit like uh, this late eighties, nineties mm-hmm. ballad, like very, very smooth ballads, mm-hmm. balladeering, Um the, it, it really felt he was after a very particular market of people mm-hmm. I don't know it's almost like he was consciously going for a much more mainstream right kind of criteria well I suppose and, and Tom Wright was a lot less adventurous I'd say yeah definitely less adventurous uh,
1: it's much more mainstream but the thing is I suppose if you look at his early stuff the 70s or 72 stuff yeah. it's very mainstream in that way but it's on the background of 1970. Yes. This is in the background of 1985, mm-hmm. when there's so much more going on, and he could, well, fucking let's face it, I'm glad he's not doing stuff that's influenced by hip-hop or electro. Yeah. Uh, he could be doing stuff that is a bit more neuromantic. He could be doing stuff influenced by punk. He's yeah. not. He's stayed in the middle of the road, yeah. and now
0: the, the background has changed, and he hasn't. But I think what's really interesting, is we almost as the epilogue of this mm. was when he started getting involved with Disney, mm-hmm. and went a lot more back to that really kind of musical, the theatrical, thing, yeah, yeah. Uh, and much better served. Oh, it worked great for him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it did. The other ones on here, right? Let's just rattle
1: through. Uh, I don't want to go on with you like that. Nineteen eighty-eight. Don't give a shit. Sacrifice. Massive fucking hit. So oh, we, we talked, talked to, about that and we, it, it's down. done and then he's got two new songs easier to walk away and you got to love someone which was apparently on the days of thunder soundtrack don't okay remember. fine but I don't give a fuck about any of those songs no. really don't because I yeah it's not the album I want to hear okay uh, and those songs sound to me like someone 20 years too late just doing the same thing because that's all they can do yeah I don't give a fuck
0: okay so right at the end of this record yep Okay, this this is a thirty track compilation. Yes, I liked seven of the songs on this. Fine, yeah, brilliant. Seven out, seven out of thirty. Yep, that's that's not a great hit rate. Oh, it's terrible. But I wonder if this is the best compilation. I think it's yeah. it's, it's baggy in a way it doesn't need to be. Oh, it's it's because it was released in nineteen ninety. Okay, and also you know, only close to Tiny Dancer is not on this. No, okay, no, it's not. Which. I I mean I know that song as everyone does from Almost Famous yeah that was the first time I heard but, it but I mean not being a fan of Elton John I presumed it was a bigger song but having spoken to you you said no I'd never heard it before that that, right. that okay. film so and, and I'll be honest with you like I mean Rocket Man is the best song on this compilation mm-hmm. on this a- album at all Okay. and Tiny Dancer is up there with that song well, right. well Tiny Dancer is fantastic okay. it is it's brilliant and then your song hints at that mm-hmm. for me doesn't quite get there so I wonder if I went back to those records. Are there other songs like that that I'm going to enjoy oh, more? Oh, I see if
1: you went back to the the Honky Chateau or uh, yeah. the, the, the 72, 73 albums. Yeah.
0: I certainly find, you know, yeah. as, as dismissive as I was of like something, I, I definitely find that that's the stuff that seems interesting to me more. Gotcha. It certainly gets a lot less interesting he seems to struggle with being a pop artist towards the end of that. Yeah, he's he's not suited...
1: I would say he's not suited to the 80s, even though he had some brilliant big pop hits in the 80s. Yeah. He's not suited to that whole time, mm-hmm. I don't think. That's not where he shines. And this is the thing. This compilation, it's only got these other songs on it because it was released in 1990 and they had to give... They couldn't just put everything from 1970 to 76 on. Because then, yeah. if you go, oh well, is he not any good anymore? The, the record company are going to be—they look like
0: they're idiots. Yeah, but no, they let's, have let's, to do this. Yeah, but let's not forget those. Like sacrifice was enormous.
1: Oh, totally. Yeah, now but they, they have filled it with all this other stuff. You know, if if they if you look from let's say 1980, mm-hmm. uh, what they've released on this, it's I guess what's what they call the blues. I'm still standing. Are the two that we've said are pretty good. Then you've got Kiss the Bride, Sad Songs, and Passengers, Nikita. This fluff. that obviously sold and presumably fucking to be honest it probably the people who bought this in 1990 probably really enjoyed these. yeah I I don't know you know but if you were
0: putting a Best of Elton John album like today
1: 10 of these straight away wouldn't be on
0: it I mean yeah for for me it was not it was not the revelation I was hoping it would be okay I was hoping to be like ah I fucking get this I really enjoy this right there are moments of it that I that I do enjoy but the songs that I really like, mm-hmm. that I really, really, really like, it's it's Rocket Man and it's Candle in the Wind. Really, I think those are the. Right. Uh, though you know that's that's where I'm at with it. Really, I mean I, I, I do really like Don't Go Breaking My Heart, but I but it's it's more lightweight. Oh it's, yeah, it's exactly. Lightweight is the the right way to say it. it's it's, yeah. it's fluff. It's,
1: I don't know. It's, it's
0: it's interesting. I you know I, yeah some 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 decent stuff in there. Right, good. not but so where, where do you stand so you uh,
1: oh, I mean I, I think it's I mean, it's a 30 song record which is ridiculous a 12 song Elton John Best Of yeah. is pretty fucking solid yeah and he he has had uh, Best Of's prior to this you know in the early 80s which were just wall to wall hits right and that's what good Elton John is the fact that he's done you know he's, he's like he's across six decades of music He's obviously done some shit. Oh, that's, sure. what, that's what happens. And the the 80s Elton produced a lot of that. So I, I think this is an unnecessarily long compilation. I think the stuff that is good is brilliant. Yes, they are very M.O.R. some of them. They are the sort of things that you're going to see covered on X Factor because they're so popular, populist. Mm-hmm.
0: But I still, I still think they're amazing. Fair enough. I, I love to see someone enjoy singing music. Mm, love it, I do. Um, I, not, you know, it's a. I'm saddened that I didn't find. No,
1: fair that. enough. I wasn't sure how you were going to come out with this at all. I I wondered if you would get more into some of the lyrics, like some of the stuff about fame and you know chasing what, what something you thought was was going to be brilliant and that, that kind of melancholy yeah weirdness that
0: goes on in some of them i want not sure I've definitely got more of a path to investigate a couple of things now right and I, and I will I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll dig that out at some point but um, yeah, yeah, yeah glad we did it yeah not exactly it, hey fuck it it's a bonus podcast
1: we're not putting any of these on our playlist or anything like that it was just for a discussion
0: Exactly. Guys, thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, uh, it, it was a lot, a lot of fun for this conversation. Um, and uh, I think we're going to go for a pint now. We're going to a pint? I'm up for that, one. Wicked. So, uh, yeah, until next time, we'll be back with the Madonna Immaculate Collection. Uh, it's going to be a good time. And, yeah, we'll see yeah. you
1: then. All right. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Collaborate and Listen is produced in the loosest of terms and edited, if you can call it that, by us two amateurs, which is why it sounds like it does. If you do want to get in contact with us and we would love you to, you can get us on pclmusicpodcast at gmail.com. We are on Twitter at PCLpodcast instagram at pcl podcast facebook.com slash pcl podcast and you can find all of this info as well as links to our spotify playlists and that sort of thing on our website which is pclpodcast.com